replying on a Sunday. My ticket is a one way. I'm about to play in the sky. I always knew you'd make it one day. Today was such a fun day. Welcome back to Wazi Circus Radio, a show where I sit down with the most amazing people that I've met in over a decade of professional skydiving. Big shout out to my Patreon patriots, uh, Jeff Gowie, Royce Nelson. Thanks, guys. Uh, you can donate to Wazi Circus Radio, help me bring on more awesome guests, and help us drink more awesome whiskey. Uh, we got suits helping new flyers stay fly. If you guys need a comfortable, affordable, all-around tunnel skydive suit for your first couple hundred jumps, I got your back, son. Uh, hit me up on Messenger, uh, that's W-A-Z, Chowdhury, C-H-O-U-D-H-R-Y, with the shield with the W-C on it. Ah. All right, I'm available for demos. If you guys need me, hit me up on Messenger. Super awesome. My guest today is a local artist and musician. He's a concert producer here in Austin, Texas. He has the end to all the shows, all the cool shows I've been to from, like, fucking, like, uh, I don't know. What, what was that, like? The first one was outside at a bunch of bars. Then another one was in not a museum, but a whatever. Theater. Yeah. Theater, some <laughs> shit. Super crazy shows. All the cool artists in Austin. This is the town to be in for music, right? So we're trying to bring something to iFly. Um, he's from the Sound Wizard podcast where they make live music live on the show. Pretty rad. My guest today is True Lawton. Local hero. <laughs> Thank you, Waz. <laughs> Musician, nice to, nice to improv be here. comic. Yeah, man. <laughs> Welcome, dude. So we met uh, through Ali Martin, friend of the show. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Ali, Sooth, whoop, whoop. Sayer. Um, through Black Fret. Yep, a local nonprofit. A local nonprofit where uh, you pay a monthly fee and you get awesome shows. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually a really crazy concept where, um, you know, it's uh, – you pay X amount a year, you know, and, and you get to vote on your favorite bands. So everyone pitches like, hey, I, I love this band. I saw this band. It's really cool. Everyone does that. The top 20 bands then are chosen to be dispersed across a bunch of shows throughout the year. And they're all private. You know, some of them, some of them you might have to buy drinks at or, or buy food around the corner. Some of them are, are lavish out lavish. in the hills, out yeah. in, in somebody's backyard overlooking, you know, the hill country. And, and, and there's free food and free drinks. And, and it's just a wild idea where it brings a concert experience that people are looking for kind of in, in a hidden way to those who are looking for it, which is kind of cool. Man, and it's private. It's super sweet. Yeah. Um, it's like the perfect date night twice a month. Yeah, 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 like, totally. <laughs> you know you're going out to see some awesome shows at a crazy different location. I think the location thing they got is is the biggest part. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, it could be just a club somewhere with yeah. awesome bands, but it's not. It's a bunch of clubs. Yeah, I've, I've, I did shows, the book shows for them at um, the Blanton Museum of Art mm -hmm. um, at this place called the the Charles Johnson house, which is a, uh, this like beautiful white house over next to Mopac off, off a highway. And, you know, MTV does their South by party there and stuff. It's this Sweet. beautiful, crazy, huge Gothic mansion. And, nice. uh, and then, um, you know, we, we've had them at private clubs. We've had them at big, huge, you know, all of the major clubs, Mohawk emos, all of those places. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe not emos, no, but, but 
maybe old emos there was one but um it's really cool it's a really cool idea basically you want to go everywhere where music is supposed to be which is kind of anywhere is is the idea so it's pretty right. rad <laughs> and that's through good wolf great wolf good wolf good, good wolf, wolf entertainment I can't get that shit. yeah yeah the company i work for is called good wolf entertainment and we uh, we do co concert and event production basically anything that is centered around live music uh you know that that's what we do and and you know some of our some of my clients are dell and deloitte and uh, we've done some stuff for the Y W Y M C A, mm -hmm. and I think that's what it is. And and uh, Outdoor Voices is a client of mine, and I did some. I did a fun South by party for them this year where the band Midland played, and they had like, it was insane. There was fifteen hundred people there, and like mm -hmm. they held a they held a run where they everyone checked in, got into the complex. We had to check in fifteen hundred people, and then they had a run where they all ran like. A, mile or two i don't know and then they we had to check them back in like they were running a race so we had to yeah. somehow figure out how to get security to pull people who weren't supposed to be there and like not create a problem it's really weird <laughs> really wild and then they had a concert that was all part of my job that day it was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so weird like we wanted to seem like a party so like when they're coming back everyone clapping even the security if you see somebody pull them like yeah, right. yeah. no no come with me sorry, oh, sorry. Like wristbands yeah exactly shit. oh man hey, um have you seen who does the CODA stuff? The Circuit of the America concerts. Uh, all sorts of people. I think there's right. somebody internally, uh -huh. and then they have some vendors that they use. It's it's really weird. It's it's a venue that has a, a people that run it, and then there's a venue that you can rent. So sometimes you see the oh, stuff out okay. there, and it's a rented venue. You know, like uh, sometimes it's booked by the people in house. You know, so Kanye's show uh -huh. was out of this fucking world. Yeah. And they like built, you know, they had the giant screens and they built this like fucking rock thing and like yeah. So he did he drag that with him or is that yeah. locally provided? No, that's that that drags with him. That, that's what the buses and vans and shit are. Yeah, for. that kind of setup is insane to to look at. You know, it, it yeah. is. I mean, I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if there wasn't like, I mean, four or five. Maybe four semi trucks, maybe more. I mean, it could be right. drastically more, you know, depending on how, what it really was. Right. But you know, I saw the last show I saw out there was like Breaking Benjamin, some like hard rock band that had this incredible huge setup in in the background of their uh, of their live stage, you know. Mm -hmm. And they had like two or three semi trucks, and then a bunch of buses. I think yeah. each band had several buses, you know. And there's wow. four bands on the bill, and they're traveling around the country crazy that's hard to host it's crazy I, well i mean that's why it's at the circuit of americas right right like how do you fit 12 tour buses and that much production you know in, into an into a venue that holds enough people to pay for it you know and it's like oh well so how does a local uh musician compete with anything like that they don't they're not <clears throat> they're not competing with that you know what i mean they're totally different arena yeah they're they're on their way to that i think is the idea you know, and, and it's not there isn't a competition there because if if somebody's local favorite band and somebody's national favorite band was playing on the same day, it's just whoever they like more. <laughs> you yeah, know, it really yeah. could be Breaking Benjamin. It could be the local band, you know, and, and, you know, maybe the local band's 10 bucks and the other one's 60. And so you go to the local one. Who knows? But, you know, it's it's really different. They're different tiers. You know, you kind of you have a local tier. You have like a sub local tier and then you have a local tier and then you have a, you know, like a regional and then a statewide. Some places like Texas has a statewide tier because it's such a giant place. And then right. you have 
you know, what, what normally would be regional for most states is kind of more like a national tier for Texas where you have to go eight hours in either direction, you know, to get out of to town. To even get out of town, yeah. right. So it's a, it's a weird thing. And, you know, um, the band that I was in for a long time didn't do a we, – we did most of our touring out of t- central Texas. And that was crazy. I mean, to get to the East Coast, you got to drive a long way. So if you're going straight there, it's like 27 hours from Austin. Yeah. You know, so like – what do you, how much money do you have to make at the first show to pay for 27 hours with the gas in a truck full of people? You know, it's, right. it's quite a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Like room, board, food. Yeah. Um, what, what's the biggest obstacles these artists are facing in town today? Probably time management or uh, rent. Rent, no, right? I mean, probably rent. You know, like the real answer is that it's we have an oversaturated market with a lot of appeal and a lot of opportunity, but. It's it's a really challenging place. If you go down Sixth Street, where there's bands playing every single night, how many bands are original? I, I wonder. You know, how many right. bands are just playing covers? Bands, you know, right, and right. and what you know, what is your passion? You know, if your passion is to just you know play music and to entertain people, you've got a great gig. If your passion is to play original music or write original music, that might be a much more challenging path. You know, I, I mean, that's to me that the biggest challenge is. Uh, how do you how do you make if five people make up a band how much money does that band have to make mm-hmm. to have them be able to all buy homes in austin right <laughs> that number is it's hilarious crazy yeah <laughs> like what's a gig pay on sixth friday night <laughs> no i had no idea yeah. a my band never got paid for gigs on sixth <laughs> B, okay i've never thrown a ticketed event on sixth street so i've never actually had to pay the bands out of a ticket sale Right, no, which is like a shit, right. yeah, like a split or something. I've only ever done private events, which is like a market value because I I represent bands that are kind of in in more like the Texas regional sphere, you know. So those are just like you can get this band for this much money, you know. And instead of what does a band make on Sixth Street, I don't know. I I have no idea. I would hope I would hope it'd be more than five hundred dollars, you know, a hundred dollars right. per member. I mean, right? I don't. <laughs> what it should be is probably. Two thousand dollars, <laughs> but like, how much? How how much money do you have to make at that bar to pay the band two thousand dollars and everyone else and, and Michelob Ultra, right, you know, right. and their minions? <laughs> Man, crazy! It's a crazy ball of wax, especially in our city where there's so many musicians. So many musicians. I was saying it's got to be hard. Yeah. When half the homeless guys are musicians sitting on the side <laughs> of the road, right? They all got guitars and shit. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, fuck! What would you do in this town? I- I don't, you know, it's it's a there's a really wonderful document that the the music commission I think it's called. Mm-hmm. There's a they did a big survey, and it is a bleak piece of work because it basically shows that it's like ninety percent of Austin's musicians have more than two jobs or something like. It's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the thing that they're doing because it's their art and they love is so far down the spectrum, you know, of what, what they do for their living, you know, and, and some of that maybe doesn't matter to some people for a lot of people it does. And, you know, I think, I think a lot of people who aren't in a music community would just say like, go somewhere else, big fish. You know, if you're the small fish, go somewhere and be the big fish, you know, but that there's opportunity here. There's not opportunity in other places. You know, you, they, most of that is like the LA syndrome where it's like, you know, you move, you move to LA to be a movie star from, uh, you know, Timbuktu, and you realize there's 20 other women in the, in the waiting room for the thing from Timbuktu, and you know them, you know, or, you know, you right. think you're going to be the college football star, and you work and work and work, and then you get to college tryouts, or, you know, like, 
and there's a thousand other people with better scores than you and faster than you. You know, it's it's a challenge because the the country is so big. But I think I think it's I'm, I think I'm just rambling at this point. No, that's fine. No, I'm serious. <laughs> like, so it's a it's a crazy problem. And there's actually a bunch of people who are really trying to solve that. There's a couple. Um, the my boss and friend Brandon, uh, he he started you know he started this kind of question movement where it was called the musicians living wage and it was something to spark a conversation he had like a town hall meeting kind of thing at the north door and invited a bunch of people from all sides of the aisle to talk about it and to, to reference the problem you know people who are food and beverage distributors who who a lot of the musicians and people in the industry say well food and beverage is making money why aren't the artists making money you know and that kind of thing and right. it was really interesting to just see how complex the problem really is you know venue owners <laughs> club owners venue managers bartenders booking agents bands porters beer distributors you know what i mean like it's like all those people are involved in that entertainment situation you know it's crazy yeah oh that's fucking nuts man <laughs> um i see the musician path kind of like the skydive instructor path where you really got to hone your skill and kind of wait your turn but i think the musician path is a little bit tougher more more people, more, yeah, people way, more people more accessible right like right. there's not a skydiving school class in middle school you know there's right, not right, like you can't right, take skydiving right, 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 right. you know and as an elective but but to to become that professional you got to sacrifice your ass off and you really got to be passionate about it and you're not doing it for money true you're not doing it because you like empty gas tanks and holy shoes <laughs> you know what i mean i mean you grow to love them yeah, that's you, a know, point. Yeah. you just go to goodwill that's what i do so <laughs> so man you flew in the Orlando tunnel. Yes. How long ago was that? Because you know it doesn't exist anymore. No. <laughs> yeah. So know now that. you know the glass one we flew in uh -huh. yesterday. Yeah, yeah. There's two of those in it right near where the Orlando one okay. was. That thing was legendary. You know, it was built after the moon lander. Uh huh. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It had like it like had these like my my ancient. I think maybe I flew there when I was somewhere, but. You'd have to look up when it was built because whenever it was finished is sometime within the next three or four years. I, I definitely flew there. With so you watched the Orlando Tunnel get built. Yeah, yeah. And it was from the highway. It's like something yeah. that you see. Right right off the highway. Every time right. you go to Grandma's house, like, oh, what the hell are they building over there? Right, you know? right, right. And so, and, and of course, when I was definitely under the age of 14 or 16 when I when I flew in it, which mm -hmm. meant that it was being built for at least a couple of years. And I remember all the time the kids, all, friends would be like, it's it's supposed to be a moon lander. It's like, you know, people right. just creating reasons for, or, or ideas what it is, you know, pretty silly. <laughs> I think we all thought it would just shoot you into the air, you know? Yeah, like, everybody <laughs> thinks that. Everybody still thinks that. Yeah, just I like, tell people that. <laughs> I tell people in the high flight, I'm like, look, you have an emergency parachute system on your back. <laughs> so when you come out the top, just relax. <laughs> if you had said that to me, I would have believed you. Even though I know uh, that you were like definitely in pal mode, right? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, for real? <laughs> Dude, well, I tell that to every class ever that I've ever taught. <laughs> That's so great. Every time. You know what the guy said to me at the bottom when I was doing the fill out the thing? What did he say? I was like, I'm afraid to get on this scale. And he's like, nah, man, it's all good. You're, you're good. I'm like, okay. I was like, what does it say? He goes, uh, one at a time. And I was like, what? And he's like, oh, man, I was just joking. And I was like, oh. Dude, all day. It got me so all good. Day. Hey, we scare the shit out of each other. Like, we'll wait around the corner for 10 minutes. We know you're coming. Right? You'll get your phone out start texting. Like, all right, this motherfucker's coming out of the bathroom. Oh, my God. Our GM, everybody's in on it. That's They'll great. scare the shit out of you, dude. You have a plate full of food, you'll drop it. That's, That's good.
it's a good place, man. That's great. So, um, what a wild experience. Well, so you were like 14 when you Yeah, I think so. So you don't even remember any of I, it. I remember what it looked like from the highway. Uh-huh. I remember going in. I remember the person saying pretty much the same thing you did, just like, you're too stiff. You know, (laughs) like, don't do this with your legs. Don't kick your legs. You're not swimming like those things. So that shit ain't changed. (laughs) Not at all. I was just like, I look like the baby from the Nirvana CD. I was just like pedaling through the air. Like I a cocker you, spaniel held over water. Your, I think you did put your arms back at one point. Like, <laughs> like you know, the fucking Titanic or some bullshit. Like, come on, oh, man. Gosh. That wasn't in the video. No. We fucking <laughs> just, just watched the goddamn... I was just trying to relax. <laughs> I'm just trying to relax. You should see me in a spa. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like why do you have to touch me so much? Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to relax. <laughs> Uh, so what was the best part about that experience? Uh, relaxing. We're going, we're <laughs> Finally <laughs> relaxing. No, I did, you know, <laughs> it's one of those things where um, I just I just know that I, I knew that I was going to be super tight. And I, I had this, I've been going through this transition of working really hard and working physically a lot and then not, I haven't been in the past three years. And it's every time I take a corner, in some part of my life, I'm like, what is going on with my body, you know? And, and <laughs> earlier that day, I was, like, trying to stretch, and I just sat there thinking, like, this is a warning sign. I've got to – if if I get out there and I'm just, like, a board flapping in the wind, I've got to do something about it. So my favorite my favorite part was not feeling like that. There was a moment, like, kind of the third time we went out yeah. where I, was, I finally kind of felt it a little bit. And, and, and part of that is I, I think uh, I, I get wrapped up more in trying to understand – how to do what you're saying, you know, than actually experiencing it, which I think you kept saying, like, you got to feel the air, man. Like, just feel, <laughs> you got you to gotta just chill, man. <laughs> and let y'all know how that fucking experience went, son. I had this cat on the net, man. I was like, come on, man, you're an artist, dude. You should, like, fucking, like, you know. Let go of fucking everything. I probably could have done it more successfully if you had put a guitar in my hand and then stuck me in there. I might have been able to like figure out how to use that more appropriately, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> so what do you think it is? that? Um, why couldn't you let go at first? Uh, have you ever seen a cat held over water? Yes. That's what I felt like. <laughs> I, was like I was just like, why don't I know what to do? <laughs> I don't know. I think I think it's just um, like you, you know. So I funny. I think I know what I'm doing. You know, I think I know what I'm doing. And then what happens is, you, you know, I you focus on one part. You know, for for me, I'm trying to equate it to things that I know, and and all of those things have been very uh, I don't know segmented movements. And so right. the second I started focusing on one element, another one would just start spasming <laughs> uncontrollably. He means his fucking legs. Yeah, man. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I don't know. I, I'm like, time, look at me, hands here. His legs go. <laughs> like, stop your fucking legs, man. I, I really think, I really think, uh, I think I maybe, maybe they cut a tail off when I was born because I feel like with without something that's like doing this behind me, <laughs> flapping around to tell what I'm thinking uh, about, it happens to my extremities. So. Hey, man, they're putting uh, comms in our helmets so we can speak to the stu- students. That's soon. dope. I don't know. That's awesome. I cuss and scream and insult everyone as long a as, lot. As long as you have a button that you can press. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. There needs to be a. Yeah. 
you motherfucker. Hey, dude, yeah. straighten your exactly. legs. God damn fucking. <laughs> yeah, right. This is great. High <laughs> <laughs> flies awesome. <laughs> motherfucking. Straighten your motherfucking. I mean, I mean, the, the funny thing is, is that I, I, I think. No matter what, how you feel when you're going in, I definitely felt like I was going to do it better than I did. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, everybody, I does. got this. No I got this shit. It's just like, fuck, you talking about relax. Yeah. I've, dreamt <gasps> of, I've dreamt about falling into pillows many times. I know what's up. I That's exactly what like you this. did, just like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was fucking fun. <laughs> I uh, want to do the real one. Oh, we're going. Cool. We're fucking going. Cool. I'm going to teach you. Okay. Hey, um,. So this is cool because your perspective. The reason you're here is because you're a fucking likable, accomplished musician's best friend, right? Like Thank you're you. a badass. We love music. We love the shows you guys put on. We went to that show the other night in the domain. We had a fucking blast. Man. Good. We've had good. a lot of good shows lately that we've gone to. It's just I want to see your perspective of what we do. Skydivers. Right? Skydivers. Tunnel flyers. So right now we haven't been in the drop zone yet together. So mm-hmm. I, you haven't you haven't seen the fucking circus yet. Mm-hmm. You've seen the corporate side. You check in wristbands, sir. Right. Me, yeah. Yeah. You know, come up the stairs. Let's guide you. You haven't been in the fucking drop zone. Woo! No. What is yeah, that? That's the fucking skydive center, baby. Okay. It's the Wild West. It's okay. not that. It's not that at all. Right. It's like for people who do it professionally, kind of thing. Well, no. It's just a different environment. Okay. Okay. So like the tunnels really control. Really, it's really corporate. Mm-hmm. It's really sectionalized. It's very safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's family friendly. Right. Drop zones, a metal building in the middle of a field of, in Texas with a bunch of adults running around with a bunch of money. Nice. Getting to do what the hell they want to do. Okay. With <laughs> like, airplanes and parachutes and whiskey and guns. <laughs> yes. How yes. do I go there? That's yes. A pew, pew, done. pew. That's done. What I'm trying to tell yeah, you. Yeah, done. So you haven't been to the DZ yet. Okay, yeah, So cool. I can't wait to get your perspective. <laughs> we got to do another show after we jump and you get into the community and see okay. my friends. Done. Then I want to see what you think. Okay, done. Yeah. But they're just musicians that fly. All my friends are these eccentric weirdos, just like a musician, just like this drummer you know, or this bass yep. guitarist that fucking beat. These guys fly the skies as hard as they can, and in their regular lives, there's these weird dudes that they're a little off yeah. because they're amazing at something else. Yeah. And the, the real world is just a little not cool. You know what I mean? Yes. Just like musicians. Like, yes. So I can't wait for you to, you know. So, but um, beyond that, your perception of the tunnel, some, still some cool shit going on. Oh, it was amazing. Right? I mean, it was amazing. It, the, the truth is, is that I know the people who are waiting, who I watch fly around playing the tag game. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I, in between each, for those who didn't know what was going on, there was like, a, I guess I would call them a professional. They were good enough to fly around like they were a Dragon Ball Z character and smack lighting things and then i would go in there and waz was like yelling at me not to stop like paddling <laughs> air paddling you know like air budding my way around and then we'd go back out and then the next person would fly around like superman pew 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 and then i was like and then they would let me go in everyone high five me every time like yeah man glad you're here and i was like oh, you know cool, <laughs> if i could close oh, them out of so my funny. mind for a minute like just i, I think that's so funny Funny. The truth was, is I think, as I said to you, you know, if I was in there for, you know, more time, just more time, right. I, I, I wanted so badly to just to do what they were doing, you know, and really yeah. was trying to figure it out, you know. This is fun. <laughs> Let me explain to you who those guys are. Okay. <laughs> um, if there's a such thing as upper echelon, mm-hmm. 
you were in the tunnel with the upper echelon of all instructors. So we had our regional, our uh, Chris Reynolds and Nate Roth. Nate Roth. Fucking Nate Roth. Dude. <laughs> Those motherfuckers were LeBron James and Kobe Bryant of the game right now. Cool. So what you saw them doing in the light game, the light game, we have the, see, we're a concept tunnel in Austin, so we have all the new high fucking cool technology and the lights and the fucking tag game and shit. So they're playing, it's called light speed. And they're, but they're playing it vertical, like head down, head up, sl- dude. They're going. That was nuts. Going was nuts. nuts. Yeah. One guy was just cycloning around, like <laughs> arm, shoe, head, <laughs> arm, shoe. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And then your first time, you're in there, and you get to see that. Yeah. You know, that's a cool contrast. Yeah. Pug, pug over water. Just like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. So those guys, um, I think Chris Reynolds is number one. As instru- one of the number ones, I don't know, guys, I might be wrong. And then Nate Roth and Mickey Nuttle. So iFly has promoted like these, not gods, that's a weird word to say, these kings of flying mm-hmm. into these corporate positions to bring us other flyers up. You know, it's yeah, it's a great really idea. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really yeah. fucking cool. And they were here, <clears throat> Nate Roth has taken over this region or whatever. So you got to, ha- you actually got to be in the tunnel with a legend. He's in Arizona. That's cool. Right. And the other g- dudes out in New York, they're just here for that day. And you just That's happen crazy. to be in there <laughs> with great. them. Glad. You know, you're like, yeah, they're high fiving me. Yeah, they're high fiving you. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Shout out to the fucking team, man. You guys are kicking ass. Hey, guys, listen to my podcast, and I'll give you a shout out. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 first time you got in there, mm-hmm. um, what was your t- thought process? Because you immediately tensed up, pushed your hands down, and grabbed the net. Uh, it's, it's, it's because I felt myself falling. So, like, the second I felt myself falling, I thought I needed to be, like, more rigid, you know? Right. So that I could stay stable, you know, but then obviously that kind of makes me very instable. And then, and so, <laughs> are you looking at my. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I was just That's doing this. You, there's a video of like a pug swimming like this. I felt like. I felt like I was like it was so awesome, you but, guys. Yeah, I think that was, that's what it was. I, I You know, I it was struggling for me to find a neutral place where, you know, I think it's because I, I the up and down thing was, was a head trip. You know, yeah. with with the other lateral movements, mm-hmm. it was the up and down thing that was kind of challenging, um, uh, and and two, I, I don't know. I think I think I take in all the information at once, <laughs> several times, and then I start se- segmenting it into what I need to pay attention to. And those right. first couple times are always very spastic. You right. know, so but you did end up getting it. I did. I loved it. I I, I loved it. I really. I, I spent the whole all of dinner today talking to my wife Melissa about it. I was right. just like. I felt silly because I could tell the people who I was with were professionals, you know, and but like I loved it. It was really fun. And I did. By the end of it, I was thinking, OK, I get, I get it. Like, I'm, I'm like kind of hooked on this now. <laughs> yeah. Know? Well, you were turning four back up down, baby. You're flying, right? <laughs> I did. I think I could have just spun on the bottom like uh-huh. for like 20 minutes. I think I would have just been like, woo, woo. <laughs> it was so much fun. <laughs> It is fucking fun, yeah. isn't it? Uh, oh, the, what cracked up Melissa the most is I was like, when I got out the one of the times, he was like, yeah, you, you're a little too stiff. He keeps having to turn it down because you're just like, you're starting to try to take off, you know, like you got to chill out. And I was like, oh, man. I, was, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I feel like uh, maybe I should. I just pictured a, a board like this. A board. <laughs> yeah. You were a board. <laughs> You were bored, but you figured it out, man. <laughs> it's one of those things that I always envisioned myself being doing in my life, but 
am, have always been a little too afraid to actually move it forward. You know, that play marker is on step one still. I'm like, research. Eh, I'll come back to that. Like, right, right, right. <laughs> but now that you've done it, what would you tell people? Oh, I, I, I want to do it. I want to do the real one. And I would say I would do it. Everyone should do it. Everyone should do it like three, four times. You know, like right. just to just to like, I mean, shit, you, you're floating. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like not floating. in the water. You're like flying. Yeah, like, that's crazy. I mean, you should do that once. right? You know, floating would just be sitting there. You're turning, going forward, back, up, down. That's true. more maneuverability, bro. That's, that's very true. That's very true. That's flying. That's true. Yeah, flying. So, um... <laughs> You started getting it. Mm-hmm. We even turned points. Grab hands, 360, pow. Mm-hmm. Open accordion, open accordion, star. Is that what we were doing? Yeah, that yeah. was what it was. <laughs> right, uh, what did you think of the high flight? That was awesome. That was amazing. I, uh, I Unfortunately, my hair had gotten loose from my thing, so wherever you grabbed was like, I felt like I was like. <laughs> oh, really? Did yeah. I have your hair? Yeah. Ah, uh, but I, I was still, up. it was hilarious because <laughs> in the moment I was like, I think he's going to, he's going to, if I tell him about this, he's going to feel bad about it. But I'm like, this is still pretty sweet. Because I was like, yeah, ah, fuck it. <laughs> it's awesome. I thought it was great. <laughs> oh, that's terrible because I ripped you the fuck no, it's up, all good. dude. It's all good. I spun his ass <laughs> up, son. It's all good. I was just like, head up. Oh, I get oh, it now. I, get I it got now. in trouble for it, too. Hey, check this really? out. Really? Yeah, because oh, the fucking examiners were in there. And, like, you're my friend. So I was on this weird balance <laughs> of I couldn't go higher than the ring because they're there. Right. But I can spin you fast. 